Hi friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry With The Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. So excited to be here with you all on this fabulous week. Um, I actually have my shit together, and I'm actually recording on Monday, but like happy Wednesday for you all in your own universe. Um, But I have to say, you guys, today's been an expensive day. Do you ever have one of those days where you're like, I think I should have just locked myself in the house because I could not stop spending money like this is one of those days I know my dad's somewhere rolling his eyes I'm like I hear ya after the last episode of the podcast where I'm like the only goal is to save money and get out of debt I I hear you I heard me but you know shit happens this is what went down I just it was kind of like a self-care day you know so I started with a nice 9 a.m. vagina wax, which we love to see. And then I was like, shit, I got to get my eyebrows done, you know? And she didn't have an appointment right away for me. So I had this little lull of time in between. So I got my vagina wax and then I went to get gas because like she needs to drive. It's a necessity. And then I went and got my eyebrows wax. And because I have the wax membership, I only had to pay for my eyebrows. And it was a discount, 10% off. Okay, so hello. Um, And then (laughs) I came back home and I needed to get my nails done. Here's my thing. Listen, this is no shade. We all know I love being a bridesmaid. I made an entire podcast about it. The one thing that's always so hard for me is the nails because I am a bright, obnoxious nail girly, except for in the fall then it's all about the fall colors. But like, I know when you're in a wedding, you've got to get the baby pink. You just have to. I don't want anyone to fight me on this. It's just facts. Like, you've got to get the light pink. You know, you got to like, it's not your moment. No one wants you to have a teal dress and, you know, bright blue nails, you know? I talked about this a little bit when I was in the hospital for Jenna's wedding and I was like, my nails are literally teal and my dress is orange. I like, get me some fucking nail polish stats. And so anyways, I it was starting to peel, but I was ready to not have pink nails anymore. So I got these beautiful like green nail or sorry, <laughs> they're blue. I got these beautiful blue nails, Um, except for like I'm kind of looking at them. And how come maybe someone can tell me this? I feel like when I used to get my nails done, like they would kind of clean under the nail. And I'm looking at it now and like these are dirty, like And I don't feel that them doing that anymore, like when they're scraping under the nail. Is there like was there a lawsuit or something like what's happening? Can someone someone in the nail community, please let me know. Um, But anyway, so then I got my nails done and then my fucking hair dryer broke. And it's like nobody has time for these things. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm skipping a very key part of my day. After I got my waxes, I went to Costco to get my Costco card like she is officially a Costco girly again. Thank God. But you know what? There is a lot of judgment. Let me just tell you. So I walk up to the counter and I'm like, hi, like, I'm really excited. I'm gonna be a Costco member. La la. And then the guy's like trying to sell me on the credit card. And it's like, listen, honey, we're like, uh, uh-uh. we are in so much debt. Like, I'm not I don't need another credit card. And then he's like, have you had an account with us before? And my answer was no. I have, however, been on two different people's accounts that have removed me. And so he goes, hmm. I see that you've been on two different accounts, though. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I was added to, to some accounts. Yeah, but they removed you. Yes, that's why I'm here. 
Hmm. So you've been removed from two accounts. Um, Jolene, Jolene, she asked, she's been removed from two accounts. It's like, OK, the entire Costco doesn't need to know that I got removed from two accounts. OK, listen, one of them was I was on my friend Aaron's account when we were roommates in college. OK, and then obviously she got married and she put her husband on over me. And the other one was Jimmy. OK, like, what do you want me to say? Well, you want me to admit to you that I thought I was going to marry this guy. So I got on his fucking Costco card account and then we broke up and I got an email that was like, like, you've been removed. It's like Jimmy didn't even like want to talk to me and have a last conversation. But you best believe that motherfucker kicked me off the Costco account real quick. OK, so it's fine. OK, just give me my fucking card. So anyways, I just wanted to be like a gold member or whatever. And it was just like so stressful. And then I forgot that they take a picture of you. And honestly, I hadn't showered in like two days. So she was looking rough. But at least my eyebrows look good. Like hmm. and back when I got a Costco card, the picture was in black and white. So I was like, oh, this won't look bad. No, it's in color now. Nobody wanted that. Listen, there's a lot of things that I hope that we improve on in this world, like, you know, medically and like all that kind of shit. What we did need to improve on was the picture quality at the Costco. Like we don't mm -mm. nobody asked for that. Nobody asked for it. But anywho, the reason I got so motivated to get my Costco membership was because my hairdryer decided it wanted to be a bitch and it only is blowing out cold air. And I've done all the tricks and everything, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like blowing out cold air and it's like not as forceful as it used to be. And listen, I don't want to hear it from all you people who like no hair. OK, this is the time I'm, I'm not asking for opinions, but I blow dry my hair pretty much every day. I, I am a wash your hair every day, girl. I'm a blow dry in style every day, girl. I don't know what to tell you. I know that's bad. I will live. OK, it's OK. And so I need my hair dryer. So I was I have always gotten my hair dryers from Costco and they've been like a 10 out of 10 every time. So I was like, OK, this is my moment. So I go get my Costco membership to chain another <laughs> payment. And then I walk through Costco and they only had a hundred and fifty dollar hair dryer. It was like a Dyson dupe or whatever. And it's like, listen, I don't need it. I really don't. I just want my hair to dry. If there's one thing about me that I can say with confidence, and there's not many things I say about myself with confidence. We're working on that. That's why I'm in therapy. But the one thing I can say is that I do my hair so well. And I genuinely don't think that anybody can do my hair as well as I have. And you know what? I can back up that sentiment because I've had my hair professionally done. I guess if we include prom, like 15 times and by like I got my hair done I believe for oh you know what let's back that shit up okay I got my hair done for my eighth grade promotion and then I didn't like it so I pulled it all out and then my mom was like no we're done paying for you to get your hair and makeup done like your your hair done sorry not makeup so for my both my junior and senior prom I did my own hair and it looked fucking amazing my senior year look okay was iconic I was wearing a neon green mermaid dress and then I had my hair like old Hollywood style where it was parted over one and then pinned on just one side. And and the pin on one side was a uh, a silver sparkly starfish hair clip. So I was like, what's up, Little Mermaid? Like, it's me. And then I went with my best friend Walker and he wore a white tux with like a bright green vest. Ugh, we look so great, genuinely. OK, so anyways, and I did my own hair look fucking phenomenal. But like every time I get my hair done, I don't like it. That is all to say that me with a blow dryer and a curling iron, I fucking got this shit. So I don't really need a Dyson. Like I support you. Those of you who have one, 
I just, I don't need a fancy hair dryer. I was just looking for a Con Air. That's just all I was looking for. So anyways, after my defeat, I went back home and then, you know, took care of some stuff. And then I was like, all right, let's go get these nails done. And then I was like, I'll go to Ulta because, okay, so <laughs> obviously if you listen to the podcast regularly, hi, um, if you're new, hi, hello, welcome. Last night, uh, last night, last week I shared that I got a new job, which I'm so excited about. So I'm going to be going into the office three days a week, which means like she's going to be serving looks. I can't wait. OOTDs are going to come back on the gram. She's got a reason to live. She's got a reason to get dressed. But we all know, like, I rock a bold lip. I love me a bold lip. I love a red lip. I love an orange lip. Like, I'm all about it. However, that's not an everyday lip. And I have gotten to the point where now when I do my makeup, if there's nothing on my lips, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I look like a baby or something. I don't know. It just looks weird. It just, like... I look like dehydrated, maybe. It's just like, I don't know. Like, there's something wrong with my face, you know? So I needed to get, like, a non-bold lip. And normally, I get all my shades from Shades by Shan. I usually just use two different kinds. I have some Kylie's. Don't hate me. But majority of the time, I use Shades by Shan, and I 1,000% endorse. But um, I just was like, okay, maybe there's something quick I can get at Ulta because I just didn't want to have to wait for shipping. I will get, when I get my paycheck, I'll get a Shades by Shan. But I was like, okay. So I went in, I got a, a Maybelline shade and then a new hair dryer. It's um, rose gold. So I'm like really excited about my new hair dryer. Um, it was only 35 bucks. That's the price range I was looking for. And it's a Con Air. We love a Con Air. And yeah, we'll just see what happens with it. I I tested it out. I, my hair wasn't wet, but I just blew it on my face to see if it was warm. And it was. I'm not sure that was like the right test, but whatever. Um, so <laughs> I, uh, I'm really excited. So then I was doing that. And then I came home and I was like, you literally... Like, I had a conversation with myself because I still do a budget, okay? I sit there. I'm really proud of myself. I have a Google spreadsheet and whatever. And I, like, look up how much I spent. And I was like, okay, bitch, listen. I need you. Like, you were excited last week that you got a job. So, you know, you did a little spendy spend and whatever. But I need you to reel it the fuck back in. Like, I need you to reel it. Like, you have not gotten a paycheck yet, so let's stop acting like you have money, okay? Let's back it the fuck up. Because then I was like, oh, I had to pay rent. I had to pay another month of Cobra. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, girl, beep, beep, it's your conscious calling. It says stop spending money. So anyways, do I regret the nails? Absolutely not, though. Like, they're so cute. Like, ugh. I don't regret any of my purchases. I feel like they came out of, like, half necessity and half me justifying necessity. I don't know. So um, it was just a it was a good day. It was a good day. And now I, I meal prep like so much, too. And I deserve a treat for that. You know what I mean? I made lunches and dinners. So this week for lunch, I've been having pasta salad. Oh, so good. I, I just I fuck with the pasta salad during summer. Like, is it even officially summer? I have no fucking idea. But like I when it's warm out, when it's bright, it's not even warm. It's like so fucking cold today in, in Campbell. But whatever. When it is sunny, the pasta salad's coming out. It's my, my two things. I want a pasta salad during summer and I want all the fucking watermelon flavored shit. Like I love the watermelon sparkling juice. My waxer doesn't love this one. So we disagreed. But the watermelon sparkling juice from Trader Joe's just hits for me. And then one of my favorite beers is the watermelon wheat from 21st Amendment. And the Otter and I went to Dust Bowl Brewing Company, and um, I think they're based in like Sacramento, but they have a a, a it's not a tasting room. Look at me pu pulling my wine terms. They have a 
a, a pub. Oh, my God. What the fuck is the name? Like somewhere someone's screaming at me like you idiot. A tap room. A tap room. OK, so they have a tap room in Monterey. So we went and they have a watermelon beer and it was so good. I even got a six pack. That's, that was me spending money last week. Like can't be tamed. But OK, so for dinner, I'm having a salad kit that I love from Trader Joe's. It's like the Southwest one. I should have looked it up before I started talking. But, you know, that's I'm never prepared. Um, I'm having a salad kit and uh, barbecue chicken and rice aroni. Don't fuck with me in the rice aroni, OK? My mom knows that I love rice aroni, so she bought me like four different four new flavors for Easter or sorry. I. Let me rephrase. The Easter Bunny left me four different boxes of rice aroni in my Easter basket this year. So I'm diving into it. I did the chicken and herb one today because the herb and butter is my absolute favorite one. In the secondary, I will deal with the chicken. I like the chicken. It's just the herb and butter is my favorite, but it's so hard to find. And the urban chicken was I. I just have to let you guys know that like I never seem to cook it right. It's either like too soggy or too hard. Like I follow the instructions perfectly and I just seem to fuck it up every time. So I will be only cooking rice aroni for myself, um, but I still enjoy it. And then, um, yeah, so those are my meal preps this week. I do realize that I don't really have. I thought I had a lot more bread left for toast in the mornings, but I don't. But I'll figure it out. Breakfast. We'll see her later. That all being said, I absolutely did not eat my meal prep lunch today because if I'm going to Costco, I'm getting a motherfucking hot dog. Like I got a hot dog in the soft serve. I was such a happy girl. And listen, the Costco I went to in San Jose is elite because this is for all my non-Costco girlies, like those of us who didn't want to pay $60 on the membership, listen the fuck up. This one in San Jose is has the food outside and there's a self-serve kiosk so you can like shamelessly order without anybody knowing and then you just pick it up like this is the dream this is what i'm looking for in the 21st century okay like i'm here for outdoor food court costco with the self-serve kiosk Ugh, i was so happy so yeah i had my little hot dog i had my little soft serve it was just it was just delicious. It's just been a delicious day, you know, um, and this weekend was really fun. So where does one even begin? Actually, I'm sorry. I should begin with the otter and I's trip to the aquarium. I took the otter to the aquarium and I have to just say it was like the best experience of my life. We have been on some really good dates like the castle was going to be really hard to beat, but I genuinely think that <laughs> going to the aquarium might have been my favorite. It's just the pure joy of like, you know, he doesn't listen to the podcast, but he knows that I call him the otter. And just like him being there, seeing otters together, we took a picture in front of the otter sign and I was just so happy. Otters are one of my favorite animals as well. So like it really all panned out for me, but like they're so cute. And I haven't been to the aquarium since I was a kid. Like I was so excited to walk around. However, there was one thing I forgot about. So we like we're walking together, we're holding hands. We're so fucking cute. You know what I mean? Like my my absolute dream come true. And I just like death gripped his hand and he was like, what is happening? We walked into the dark sea exhibit and there it was my arch fucking nemesis, the goddamn stingray. Like he was looking at me. I swear to God, he was looking at me and he was ugly as fuck. Like it was a big gray stingray and he just swam his motherfucking slithery ass right in front of the little screen thing. And I was the glass. Oh, my God. I was unwell. I was unwell. I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, it's OK. He's in there. And I was like, 
This stingray obviously can't get to me, but it was like fucking freaky as hell seeing him. And then I was like, I'm pretty sure there's a place here where you can pet them. And he's like, I don't think so. And I'm like, maybe they took it away. But from the last time I remember, like that existed. So then we are walking around. And let me tell you, I've got some illogical fears. OK, I, I don't think anything about me screams that that should be shocking. Like, I'm obviously like crazy. One of my fears, and I don't know if I could call stingrays totally an illogical fear based off fact, which, you know what, I recognize that not everybody knows the story. So let me explain. I don't know if I told the story on the podcast. Probably. I would love to give you the Spark Notes version of the story, but I just can't. I don't know how to do that with this one. So here it goes. I was dating my ex at the time. His parents had a place down in Carlsbad in San Diego. And I went down there for a visit right before I started at Wine Country Radio. And so I didn't want to I did not want to go swimming. I was like, I was already annoyed. Listen, I'm just going to put this in the nicest way possible and just say that my ex, his parents and I didn't get along. And let me just tell you this. OK, I have not met a parent that I have not fallen in love with and become besties with. So it was them. OK, it wasn't me. It was them. They were rude. So anyways, I don't want to like talk bad about parents, but like when some when someone's parent calls you fat, I think you're allowed to talk shit about them from the rest of your life. I don't know that I didn't make the rules. That's what they said in the Bible. Like, OK, it's not on me. Take it up with Jesus. So anyways, uh, I'm at the beach, whatever. It's just him and I. He's like, let's go swimming. You love swimming. I'm like, I like swimming in Lake Tahoe where it's like warm, like and there's not creatures, you know, and he's like, no, 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 we're going to go. I'm like, all right, whatever. So he's like way in the water and I'm like walking in. I step on something and it feels a little squishy and I'm like, the fuck? And so I like and then I, I jump back and I feel the worst pain of my life. And I thought that a crab was like attached to my foot and I was like screaming and running out of the water. My ex is like way in the water. I'm screaming and we get out because I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a crab. I don't know if it's a shark. Like, what the fuck? What do I know? I don't do the ocean. Like, I don't know what's in here. And so anyways, he's like unbothered by me. I'm like, this fucker's not helping me. So then I'm like running out on the beach. I'm bleeding down. And like, you know what? Thank God for nurses. These fucking people who are nurses, like there was a nurse on the beach just trying to enjoy her goddamn vacation. And she immediately came running down. She wrapped up my foot in what I'm assuming was her own jacket. Because, oh, yeah, I'm missing this very essential part. My ex finally gets out of the water and I'm like, I need something to stop the bleeding. I'm literally bleeding down the beach. And he's like, the seagulls took the napkins. And I was like, grab the towels. Like what? Like, why do I? Can you just? Anyways, there's a reason we're broken up. So we so this lady comes down. She's wrapping my foot and like it's just bleeding through everything. So then she like wraps it in the jacket, whatever. So then, you know, um, the paramedics come and <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts. He's like, I'm going to have to take you to the hospital. I'm like, that's so dramatic. And I'm like, how much is that going to cost? Like, I don't I really don't want to do that. And he was like, no, like we're getting in the fucking ambulance. I'm like, Ugh, OK. And then I tell my I tell my ex, I'm like, call my mom, which was the worst move, by the way. Like my I, cause what my concern was, was that I was going to have to pay for this ambulance. And I was like, I don't, can't fucking pay. I was working in radio like, no, you know. Uh, so anyways, I didn't think about the fact that like maybe she'd be concerned that her daughter is like bleeding out in an ambulance. And and, you know, my ex wasn't the best at delivering information. So I can only imagine how that went down. But anyways, I get in the I, the best part is that there are these like very long set of stairs to get to the ambulance. 
And the guys are kind of like figuring out how to carry me. And then he's like, well, can you walk? Like, can you walk? And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Because in my mind, the reason they were asking was because they took one look at me and was like, this beach whale is going to be too heavy to care up these fucking stairs. So I, in the worst pain of my life, out of pure spite and out of pure like embarrassment, I marched my ass up those stairs. And one of the key parts of this is that um, you see <laughs> my ex's family was Mormon and I had just met his brother for the first time who also appeared on the beach. And I was like, I can't cuss in front of this guy. Like, I just can't. And then they like shut the doors to the ambulance. And I was like, Fuck. like, I was like, oh, my God. And he was like, where did this come from? Like, my ex's brother is Mormon, blah, blah. So anyways, I get to like this janky ass hospital. And I'm not trying to be rude, but it's facts. And I sat there for hours and hours and hours, like with this freaking pain in my foot. And then um, basically the hospital didn't like get all the poison out and um then my foot like i moved up to oregon with my dad we were moving my stuff like a couple like a week later like the very next weekend and i woke up and my foot was like huge and i went back home and we went straight to kaiser emergency and we went back and literally the doctor was like you had maybe like i think it was like a couple more hours or something until that poison would have gone to my heart and i would have died and there would have been no i'm sorry what podcast and then you all would have been bored for the rest of your fucking lives you know what i mean like could you imagine a world without me i can't please so (laughs) today the otter told me that like he was like you know you love to be the center of attention i was like who me (laughs) center of it i don't know what you're talking about he's like you literally have a podcast about your life and I was like yeah one on which that I literally just said that that everyone would be bored if I died and I stand I said what I said so anyways I I'm really sorry if I told that story on the podcast before but anytime I get the opportunity I can't help but tell it because it's just so funny and anyways I lived and now I'm afraid of the ocean and stingrays so um anyways the aquarium was amazing (laughs) the aquarium was seriously so fun like if you have not been like even as an adult like If you haven't been in a while, like I highly recommend going back. Actually, it's funny, like a couple of my girlfriends were texting about going and I was like, um, I didn't respond because, of course, I'm the fucking worst. I think I was like going to Mexico at the time. So I was didn't respond. But I was like, oh, my God, I'm going this week. And it's just so fun. I recommend everybody go. And, And it just it was just so much more fun for me going with with the otter because of the name. It was just so cute. He's just my little otter. And we saw little otters and it was so cute. Um, Okay. Anyways, I was so funny today. I was like, what am I going to talk about today? Like, you know, I didn't have much going on. Lies. Look at me. So, um, okay. Uh, After that, so had a fun date. And then um, I helped my mom throw my Aunt Kristen a bachelorette party this weekend. So we went to Marriott as well in Livermore. Don't worry, everybody. I did also become a member again because I'm blindly spending money. Um, Literally, one of the first things I said was like, when I get a new job, I want to get my wine club membership back. And I have it. I feel better. I feel restored. I feel like the universe is at peace now. And I feel good about that. So anyways, Became a wine club member again, and then we had a really good time. It was just myself, my sister, my mom, my Aunt Kristen. We hit a couple wineries. It was just like such a good, fun girls' day. And then I came back home, slept, and um, I was chatting with a friend of the podcast, my cousin, Danielle. And she's like, oh, I'm playing pickleball tomorrow. And I said, oh, 
you are. And she's like, yeah, do you want to come? And I'm like, I mean, like, yes. At this point, though, my legs, my fibromyalgia, if I still have it, I don't know what it is, but I just assume that that's what's happening, is like out of control. I think my legs are just like working overtime. And I left my ice packs in L.A. and I feel like I've just been suffering for it. Like, and I just put some ice together in a baggie and it's just like it's not hitting. So I think I might just order myself them off Amazon again. But like, I don't know. I think this also just means I need to get down to L.A. Like, who knows? So anyways, I um, my legs were hurting. I'm like, my legs hurt. Like, I don't know if I'm going to make it, blah, blah, blah. But like I have been pickleball has become so trendy and I feel like I'm missing out on the trend. And listen, when you are a retired athlete, you're like, I need something else to do, you know, and I've been playing my wall ball, but it's not like I'm playing competitively, you know, so I woke up in the morning and I went down to play pickleball. And let me just tell you guys, I it's so hard. I wanted to be so good. I thought I was just going to be naturally good, which like I don't know why I thought that I have never been naturally good at anything except for this, like, you know, and even talking, I've had a lot of practice. Like, I mean, I've been in radio I started doing radio in 2014, you know, well, even in college, I'm sorry, I started doing radio college in like 2011. So I've been at this for a pretty long time, you know, and I still kind of fuck shit up. But anyways, when I played lacrosse, like it took me so long to get good and I worked so hard. So like, I don't know why I thought I was just going to roll up to pickleball and be fucking good at it, but I loved it. It was so fun. I, I'm obsessed. I literally, because I don't have any fucking chill when it comes to anything. Like chill is just not in my, in my fucking vocabulary. So I, in my mind the whole time was like, okay, I'm going to buy myself a pickleball set and I'm going to like, I'm going to do wall ball and pickleball wall ball. Like I'll go and do lacrosse like for 10 minutes and then I'll do this and then I'm going to be really good. And then it's going to be so fun. And my teammates won't be like disappointed that they're on a team with me. Not that anyone was, by the way, everyone was so nice. I went with um, Danielle and Kevin and then um, their friends, David and Serena, and they were the best. They were so patient with me and we had so much fun, genuinely. So like no one was mad. It's just me. Like I want to be the best because I have no chill. So um, but I want to give this message to my single bitches out there because I know that there are my single friends who listen to this podcast. And let me tell you something. You need to learn pickleball. I think this is this is the new dating app because we were playing and these like guys showed up. They're like, oh, can we join you? And I was like, oh, and they were like cute. okay? like I mean, they were a little serious about their pickleball, but like uh, at least they're active. Like, I don't know. I'm sure there's advantage there. Like I was I literally turned to Danielle and I was like, oh, my God, if I was single, like this is totally where I'd like pick up some dudes. So my single friends, I'm telling you, pick up pickleball and like find a man's that way just show up to a court like I think that this is the way and when one of you falls in love with your pickleball guy or girl or them and you get married I would like to officiate okay I'm just saying I'm just saying I think I earned it you know what I mean Hi friends, you know I love answering your questions and Ask Ashley has been a favorite of the I'm Sorry What podcast and now you can do it for both podcasts. Ask me questions for I'm Sorry What or I'm Sorry What Weddings. Same link, super easy. You can find it on my Instagram or on my TikTok at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. Click that link in the bio and give me your questions. I can't wait to hear and answer them all. Love you, bye. I'm so obsessed with this idea of being a good pickleballer. Like, I can't wait. I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay. anyways, you guys. Okay, so I watched part two of the reunion of Vanderpump Rules, obviously. And can I just say, I know this is going to be an unpopular opinion and I apologize in advance, but like 
I am becoming a Lisa Vanderpump hater. I know, I know, I know, I know. I am just so disappointed in her. And I know that, listen, they're trying to get through a reunion. And if everybody was yelling at Tom Sandoval, it'd be like really fucking boring-ish. I don't know. But I just feel like the way Lisa is coming for Lala is so fucking unhinged. I know I talked about this last week, like about how I don't really love that Lisa was like not letting Lala speak about calling Tom Sandoval dangerous because Tom Sandoval is dangerous. How do you sit in a room? How do you honestly sit in a room with your like life partner and your mistress and know that they're friends and have like absolutely no qualms? Like that's fucking diabolical. Okay. As Ariana would say. So anywho, but I just felt like Lisa kept coming for Lala and I saw a clip because I didn't watch any of the last season and when Lala's crying about Randall and it actually even happened this season you know Lisa's like well what did you expect it's like can we can we take a minute to identify the fact that we are victim blaming Lala and we need to fucking stop like I get it not everyone's in love with Lala and they're like how could she have fallen in love with Randall let me explain Watch the fucking Randall scandal on Hulu because I watched it and, you know, I I did a little half ass job of watching it because I really want to watch some TikTok. But, you know, I was watching it and I think one of the parts that struck me was Lala's mom's on it and she talks about when Lala's dad died and how present he was for that. And then there's something else that she says where she was like she felt safe with this man. And listen, like, sometimes when you are like young and vulnerable and this older guy shows up and he's like, I'm going to take care of you. And you're probably just dating fuck boys. You know what I mean? Like she was young and in L.A. Like the guys she was dating probably weren't of quality. And here's this guy who's obsessed with her is like worshiping the ground she walks on and like giving her everything she wants and then making her feel safe and wanted like hello. We have all fallen for one of those. I guess we all haven't. Some of some of you are in were in healthy relationships from the beginning. I can't relate. Like, you know, there is something about feeling safe or having someone like that. That's such a hard thing to get away from. And like, you know, she's moving to L.A. and she's on Vanderpump Rules and people are mean to her. Like, you know what I mean? This guy comes in and he wants her and he wants to help make her dreams come true. It's easy to be wrapped up in that. And like, I don't understand why we're fucking victim blaming Lala all the time. And I feel like Lisa is like the number one advocate of this. And I'm like, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed by it. I'm like, please leave this fucking poor girl alone. You know, like she's been through enough. She had a baby with him. Like, I don't know. You just don't have kids with people like she was going to marry him. Like, I don't know. And I just feel like we're being too fucking mean to Lala. And everyone needs to just understand that, like, she was going through something really hard and yeah, but I am so fascinated to see Raquel on this week. So it should come out tonight. And let me tell you guys something. I, okay. So I know that I'm an extreme case. If I think that I said the wrong thing to somebody, I will probably cry about it for hours. I am saying that I, I am getting a lot better with the help of Andrew, but hurting a friend's feelings is my fucking nightmare. Like, thinking that somebody is mad at me is my literal kryptonite. Like I am get so nervous for any of that. So, you know, I've made this joke before and it's not a joke. It's facts. At one time I when I was a kid, I thought that one of my friends was mad at me and I like wrote them a song apology. Like I am crazy. 
that being said, that's a very much extreme. But the other fucking side of that extreme is Ra- is Raquel. She's literally sitting there and people are bawling their eyes out. And Sheena's like, my fucking world got wrecked. And then Raquel has the audacity to just be like, yeah, maybe I should have like written her a card or something. Like, I don't know. Maybe we don't need the card. Maybe we just need you to not fuck Ariana's man. Like that. Maybe I should have written her a card. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. In case you don't know, because I'm sure if you are just listening to the podcast, you know who like Ariana is. You know, Sandoval is, you know, Raquel is like Sheena was like Raquel's ride or die. You know, Sheena finally felt like she was on top of Vanderpump Rules because like Sheena's always been climbing her way to be like the top bitch. But there was always Stassi and like everybody loves Stassi the most. And I feel like she just kept being the queen bee. And, you know, Stassi's out and. You know, there's like a dynamic and, you know, Sheena kind of started the whole fucking show. So she really should be like a top dog. And she was kind of forming her group where actually like she was the one who was like isolating people like by Katie, you know, which I was sad about because I'm a Katie stan. But anyways, um, you know, she thought she had her little army with Raquel and Raquel fucking betrayed her. And now she looks like an idiot. So, yeah, it sucked. And I just I genuinely do not understand how in the world like Raquel has no remorse. If we would not have seen her cry over pageants, I'd be like, okay, she's just not a crier. But she was literally crying over the fact that she wasn't going to be in pageants anymore. And then she like blew up her own friend's lives. And she's just like, whatever. That's, I don't know. Her and Tom to me deserve each other. So fuck it. I, I know that there's a big reveal coming tonight and I'm nervous we're going to be disappointed. Sometimes I feel like when TV shows hype shit up too much, then you're just like, ugh. It ends up being like really bad, like disappointment on the level of Game of Thrones ending. You know what I mean? And so I'm just I'm a little nervous that we've been hyped all the fuck up about this like big thing that's coming on Vanderpump Rules. And we're going to find out tonight. And I'm afraid it's going to suck. I'm also afraid that it's only going to be on the extended version on Peacock because I don't have Peacock. I did update. I, I stayed with my parents this weekend and so they have Peacock. So I watched the full extended versions of the first and first part and second part of the reunion. And it was good shit. It was good shit. I honestly couldn't remember what was in what was left out. But like it was good to rewatch. I'm one of those people who likes to rewatch things a few times. Like when Game of Thrones was out, I used to always watch the first I would watch the new episode. We'd actually watch with friends and then I would go back and watch it again by myself with this with the captions on because like I can't fucking hear anything. So anyways, also um, Taylor Swift in that guy broke up, which thank God I didn't even know who this dude was. Matt, something from some band that she was dating. Like, listen, everybody's going to have a rebound. OK, I think that she was just it sounds to me from what I'm hearing from reports. And of course, it's all fucking speculation. I think, you know, that her and Joe broke up. They were taking a break and she thought that he was going to come to his senses. You know, she gave him an ultimatum and she thought he was going to fight and then he didn't. So then she's like, I'm going to go fuck somebody else in front of and like not in front of everybody, obviously. But like, I'm going to go like hook up someone else. And then you're going to be like, bitch, what? And then I think she was like, oh, this guy's bad. Because from what I hear, he's like very misogynistic and stuff. And like he gets canceled all the time. Like, Taylor, you are kind of invincible, but like let's let's just not let's not test the waters okay like we survived the kimye let's just you know we're, we're we're done here uh so i'm really happy for her and i hope that this happened before or sorry i hope the break yeah i hope the breakup happened before she was at her concert and she's like i'm hella happy like you have no idea 
I hope she's just happy being single, like I speculated last week. Like, I just want Taylor to be happy. I think we all do. You know, we just want her to, like, live a good life and get the love that she deserves. That's just that's all I can say about it. Um, <laughs> and then um, for all of you Ted Lasso fans out there, Ted Lasso is over, which is crazy. Although I will say this, people keep posting because I follow a couple people on Instagram. Basically, as I see members of the Ted Lasso cast, like tag other people, I just start following them because I'm obsessed. And a couple of people's posts kept saying like, Ted Lasso is over for now. Like there was always like this little, and I don't know if they're just like fucking with us or if they're serious, but I'm, I have a little bit of an unpopular opinion. I'm, I, I think it was kind of like a good ending and I think that it could end. Like I, I worry about what would happen if it kept going, you know, like I use this example and I know it's mean, but it's like with the office, it was so drawn out of like the Pam and um, Jim, like, are they going to be together or are they not? And it's like, I don't want to watch much longer of that with with um, Roy and Keely. I just want them to be together, like, period, you know? And I have, this is my two arguments. I'm sorry, this is some spoilers. So, like, jump ahead probably, I don't know, like 10 minutes or so. I don't think I'll talk about it for 10 minutes. Jump maybe five. So anyways, what really bothered me, the two things that bothered me, everything else I thought was fantastic. Fantastic. But the two things that bothered me were I didn't like that we were reintroduced Jamie into the love circle with Keely. I'm like, no, I think we already decided that like her and Roy are endgame. Like, I don't know why we're having this discussion. You know what I mean? And then I didn't really like the Nate part because I just felt like it was so random. I think we are missing a scene. I think we needed the scene where all the guys came together and like they found out that he quit and they're like, he needs to be back here. Like it was just so random that all of a sudden like they all show up at his restaurant. They're like, you need to be back at Richmond. I'm like, last time you saw this guy, you literally started a fight on the field. Like, why did we just forgive all of a sudden? And then it was like he just joined the team back and Ted didn't like. No. And then like that, I was just hoping that apology kind of scene would have come earlier. But that those are my only things. I thought it was wrapped up so beautifully. And I've seen a lot of criticism online where like they've got too many characters or too many storylines, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't I don't agree. Like, I just think this was like perfect. Like I I liked all the characters. I like getting to know other people. I like their personalities. And I really felt like everybody's story got tied up. Like, I felt like I knew where everybody was going. There was a lot of callbacks. Like, it was just a really, I thought it was really fucking beautiful. And um, I, I highly recommend watching it. I'm excited now to binge it all over again. I'm actually watching right now Welcome to Wrexham. Him? Rexham? It's that that guy from Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Ryan Reynolds like bought a soccer team and like it's the little documentary about it. So I think I just needed a little bit more sports in my life. Shocking. Um, also, I just want everybody to know that I did, in fact, uh, get the Disney Plus updated. So now I'm an adult, except for the fact that I texted my dad for the login because I have to log back in. He didn't send it to me. And I just want you guys to know that I am using the podcast as my form of communication sometimes because literally with Jenna and with my dad, I uh, Jenna came over and was like, oh, I got to fix your Hulu. So I am back on the Hulu. And then my dad's like, oh, got to fix your Disney Plus. I didn't text them about this at all. They just heard it from the podcast and like, is that lazy communication? One thousand percent. But listen, 
she's not perfect. Okay. Everybody makes mistakes and everyone abuses their podcast power every once in a while. Okay. It just happens. It happens. Um, <laughs> okay. So I was thinking about this, um, today and I wanted to talk about it a little bit because I've had it as an ask Ashley for a while, like advice. And it, it was talking about friendship breakups because I've noticed that like, we talk a lot about breakups and, and it's not even like sometimes with friendships, it's like, there's not even a fight or something, but you just kind of like drift apart or something. Like, I don't know about you all, but I think it's kind of crazy when someone that you used to be so close with, like, I think for me, the example, there was someone like I used to be really, really close with and they are like having this big life change in life, like they're pregnant. And, you know, I like it's not like they didn't tell me they didn't have to. We don't talk anymore. And I think it's like these big life moments where you're just kind of like, oh, yeah. And I think that it's important to treat a friendship breakup like an actual breakup and like really kind of go through the motions and mourn it because, you know, it is really sad. And I think that there are people, too, that you realize that just don't fill up your cup. Like, I love this term. I hear it a lot, like people that that take from your cup, but they're not filling it up. Like, I think I've done a pretty good job over the last couple of years of of managing my friends, not managing, but like, you know, finding the right people that are going to fill up my cup. And there are people that just like maybe they just didn't even touch my cup. That's, you know, it's not like they were taking from it either, but they just they weren't really doing anything with it. And and, you know, so we stopped talking and we kind of like just grew apart. And like that happens. Sometimes there's a reason. Sometimes there is a fight like I've I've had that, too. And it's weird. Like I had an old friend of mine like pop up on my TikTok and I was like, oh, like it was like a jump scare, you know, and that was someone who was like really toxic in my life. And I'm super glad to not have them. But it was kind of sad, like, oh, my God, we spent all this time together and I have literally no idea what you're doing. And that's like, you know, I think Katy Perry's song Small Talk is like so wonderful when it talks about breakups. And she's like, you know what? We've literally had sex. <laughs> like I've seen you naked. And like now if I see you at a supermarket, it's like, hey, oh, yeah, how are you doing? Like it's a weird concept. And I think it's the same with friendships. So I think that it's important to like give yourself the time to grieve those and really kind of take like go through the breakup process of, okay, I'm mad at this person. I want to like write them a letter I'll never send. I'm sad. I want to like have a pint of ice cream. Like, okay, I might need to decide what I want to do on social media. Like, I think hiding was like one of the best features that Instagram could come up with. Like, I don't need to be dramatic and unfollow everybody, but like sometimes seeing their posts like makes me sad. So, you know, hiding them and then, you know, really sitting back and looking at what did you learn from that experience? I think with like my friendship breakups, you know, one of them was that something I found important was looking at the way that people don't just treat you. So I think a lot of times in my friendships, I was like, okay, well, they're treating me really well, you know? And like, that's kind of where I left it. Like, it's how they were treating me. And then I was kind of like, okay, it's time to like look outside of that and be like, how are they treating other people? And am I just the next on that chopping block? And sometimes there's history with other people and it's like, okay, like they just talk that way to each other, whatever. But I think it was really eye opening for me to just be a little bit more observant of like how other relationships are. And it's kind of like when you are dating someone and you kind of get to insight on their exes, like it's kind of the same with friendships, you know, 
And then, you know, with the other one, it's important to, for me, one of the other things I learned was, you know, being around people that exhaust you, you know, or you don't feel like you can be yourself. I think one thing that I really look for with friends now is that I'm already an overthinker. Like I'm already going to overthink everything that I say. But am I overthinking because of my own anxiety or or is something about the way that they talk to me make me worried about how I'm going to talk to them? You know, or is this someone that I feel like if I got drunk with and maybe said the wrong thing, like they're never going to talk to me again or I'm going to have to hear about it for the rest of my life? Like you want people in your life that you can make mistakes with, because guess what? We're human. <laughs> I don't have a single friend of mine right now that I have not fucked up with at one point. Like that has not seen me drunk, that I have not like accidentally said the wrong thing or something and had, you know, normal apology conversations with like that just that just fucking happens, you know. Um, and I think it's just all about really finding who you're comfortable with. But I don't think that you learn those things until you have friendship breakups like it's for me with dating, it's like I feel like the otter has come into my life and I think I've had a lot more success with him or, you know, I feel like I'm approaching the relationship differently because of what I learned from my past relationships. And I just, you know, I think that we kind of glaze over the friendship breakup. So I just wanted to say, because I've been thinking about it and this is where I share my thoughts, that it's important to really like take the time to mourn. And when something comes up, that hurts like this, like seeing a friend complete a milestone and that you're like, we're not friends anymore. Like, make sure that you give space for those feelings and, you know, treat it like you saw your ex on Bumble. Like when I saw mine, I had a little cry and I had a little ice cream, you know, like just do do the same and be nice to yourself. And just remember that, like, you made the right call. You did. And there's a reason people aren't in your life. And that's OK. Like, that's OK to be protective of yourself and to, you know, just just let let it go. Let it go. So anywho, um, that being said, if I'm not texting you, it's probably not because I hate you. It's really at this point because people that I'm not friends with, I think they know I'm not friends with them. Um, most of the time, it's just that I am the worst. But I appreciate everyone's patience and love with me. It's it's. <laughs> I'm grateful. Um, okay, so I told you all about the aquarium already. Uh, but tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, the Otter and I are heading up to Sonoma County for a quick little Sonoma County trip. I'm really, really excited. I, t I said this before. I fucking love Sonoma County. And I talk about it all the time with him. And I think just getting to show him like a little piece of something I love. Because here's the thing. He's from Livermore. OK, so like. It's not the same like driving like I remember when um, I brought Scotland back home with me. I was like, oh, my God, here's my high school. Like, you know, here's these like he knows those places. He's fucking from there, you know. But Sonoma County is kind of my opportunity to be like, oh, my God, here's this. So I haven't checked if they're open, but my plan is to go to Williamson and get some cheese. If you don't know, but if you know, you know, but if you don't know, there's a winery in Healdsburg. It's like a little um, it's a tasting room and they do like a wine and cheese pairing. And it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. So that was like one of the places I really want to take him. We're stopping at Lombardi's for sandwiches. Non-negoche, non-negoche. Like I'm not even going to eat breakfast. Like I am a three meals a day girly no matter what. However, I am so thrilled about my sandwich that I'm like, there's no fucking way. Like, I'll eat a piece of watermelon, so I'm not hangry. But like, I'm I'm so excited for this. 
I am so excited for this. Obviously, it's a food tour for me. So we'll get lunch at Lombardi's and then we'll go up to Healdsburg, walk around, do the tasting. Um, I think we'll drive back and I'll show him um, Sonoma State University because I'm like really proud of my college. I loved it. And then we're going to go to Lagunitas, friends of the podcast, Ryan and Julie, meet up with them. So the otter is getting to meet more of my friends. My mom was like, um, I'm just wondering if, you know, you want like, you know, if maybe you want to like have the otter over. Obviously, she said his name. She doesn't listen to the podcast. But, um, you know, the otter over for dinner one night. And I'm like, Mom, I love you. I am. Re- I really know you're going to love him. And I'm super excited for you to meet him. But like, we're just taking it slow. And like, I, I'm sure if I asked him, he would meet them. But like, my problem is, is that my mom's going to meet him and she's going to love him. And then like, I don't even like this fucker more than I like him right now. OK, so like we'll wait. <laughs> um, and, you know, whatever. I, I'm enjoying the the slower pace right now. So I, you know, I'll he'll meet my parents and then we'll get to have the whole episode about it. And it'll be great. Uh, but, you know, for now, just like the friend store. So I'm, I'm really excited for for us to go up there and have the day because, you know, we only have two more full date days, you know, before I go back to work. And obviously I'm still going to see him, but like, you know, uh, we won't have the same like full days off. So I, I'm really excited to do that and tell you all about it uh, next week, which will be my last week of fun employment. Isn't that fucking insane? Like, that's so crazy to me. It's so crazy to me. Okay. My I'm sorry what moment is just something I need to fucking bitch about. Okay. I think it should be illegal to create apartments without dishwashers. I never thought that I would say this, but I would legitimately take a dishwasher over a laundry unit right now. Like I would take a dishwasher over a washer and dryer at this point, and I never thought I would get to that angry level. And I know this sounds so privileged, and I I recognize that, and I, you know, but we just have to move past this right now. Not having a dishwasher is so frustrating. First of all, you don't get to be fucking lazy. You have to wash your dishes all the time because like I've got a tiny ass drying rack and like it doesn't do shit. And I literally sit there and I scrub. And listen, I got gloves. I've got my scrub daddy. Okay, I've got my soap like I am doing this as well as possible to get into this like dirt and grime and shit. And let me just motherfucking tell you nothing's clean. I have to wash my dishes so many times and nobody likes washing dishes. Okay. Nobody likes that. No one woke up this morning and was like, oh my God, I can't wait to wash dishes today. I'm so excited. No, that's not the vibe. I'm so annoyed. I, in a, my wine glasses, like, listen, I am obsessed with making myself, I know it sounds so stupid and it is, but whatever. I'm obsessed with pouring myself a sparkling juice from TJ's either the watermelon or strawberry right now. I do like the pineapple, but like not as much as the other two with a little bit of ice. And I just like I pop a little fruit in there and I sit back and that's like my little cocktail. Like I'm not really big. I still love drinking. Don't get me wrong. But like I don't really drink alone because I feel like I spiral like I don't need an excuse to give myself anxiety. I like already do, you know. So anyways, I like I don't drink alone a lot anymore. And I just want to have my fucking mocktail and I want my goddamn glass to look sparkling clean. Do you know how hard it is to make a freaking wine glass look sparkling clean in the sink? I am just I'm out here doing the Lord's work like scrubbing my fucking dishes and I pick them up and I inspector gadget that shit. I'm like, okay, I got to look. I got to look because heaven forbid someone comes over and I give them a dirty plate. That's disgusting. And every fucking time I find a little spark and I got to rewash that shit. It's like 
It is so goddamn annoying. Like, I never thought, I never thought, and here's the deal. When I was getting this apartment, and I love, I wish that this apartment just had the amenities because honestly, like, I'm in the best location. I love that I can walk to downtown Campbell. Like, the, the spacing of this place is really cute and fun, but like, I didn't even think to look. When Jenna and I toured this place, I didn't even ask about a dishwasher. Like, I asked about the washer and dryer and they're like, okay, there's one downstairs in unit. I'm like, if you're going to have an in unit washer dryer, by the way, the fact that we have to pay for it is wild. Like you're already charging me a lot of money to not have any amenities. Like I seriously have to pay a dollar 50 per wash and dry. Like, oh, sorry. The wash is a dollar 50. The dry is a dollar 75. And you know, those clothes aren't getting dry. So you always got to do two. Like it's just like, I didn't even think to fucking ask, do you have a dishwasher? Because I just thought it would be so weird to not have one. And it is weird. And I am upset about the situation. (laughs) I want a goddamn dishwasher. And I like this is this is the hill I am dying on. And listen, we all have heard me bitch about the air conditioning unit. We've all heard me bitch about the laundry. And I'm telling you right now, the worst thing is not having a damn dishwasher. Like it should be illegal. It should be illegal. I pay a lot of money to live here. I'm ashamed at how much money I pay for no amenities. But you guys, you know what? I'm sure I will find a new place in March. I love it here, though. I just wish they would give me the amenities. Just, like, sneak me in a washer and dryer in here in a dishwasher. I already bought the portable air conditioning unit now, so we've solved that fucking problem. But, like, and then maybe if you just give me a hardwood floor so I can have a dog. I'm not asking for much, okay? I'm not asking for much. Just a dishwasher, laundry, and dog abilities. Like, I don't think that's a crazy ask, okay? Ugh. No dishwasher is should be a fucking crime. It feels like it. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Last week I did I'm Sorry What Weddings uh, Q&A. It got a little spicy. I feel like I had some aggression, a little pent up aggression um, in my soul. And I kind of let it out in the pocket. I almost was like, Ooh. after I did, I was like, I feel like I imagine what Lala felt like after the reunions of like, did I go a little too hard? Did I go a little too hard? Should I delete that? But like, no, we let it go. So if you haven't catched up, uh, make sure you check it out. It's the same podcast you're listening to right now. Just click last episode. Please don't forget to download. We're super close to my average. Thank you so much for getting me over 10,000 downloads. Trying to average 100 a week. Right now we're at 99. We're so close. Also, another champagne goal is to hit 5,000 on TikTok. I am at 4,000 and like nine right now. So if you can give me a follow at Ashley Sleek, don't forget to submit your Ask Ashley questions. I'm asking so much of you guys. I'm so sorry. But like the bottom line is thanks for listening. I uh, will be back in two weeks with I'm Sorry What Weddings. I'll be back next week, my last week of fun employment, hanging out with you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I love doing it. It makes me so fucking happy. And I love talking to you each week. I love just sharing my life with you all. And thank you for liking me enough to sit here and enjoy it with me because, uh, you know, the Otter was right. I do like being the star of the show. I don't tell you. Listen, I am the Sharpay Evans of my own life. And I don't think that's a crime. I'm sorry that you're like the Taylor McKessie, but I'm the Sharpay Evans, okay? Um, (laughs) I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. Okay, bye.